Yes, Bujubantan Wayne Wonder, movie star rhythm. Welcome, this is the Black Russian Podcast, episode 14. Yep. This is Tian Buku One. And this is Yula. And we're here. So, what was the last episode about? It's getting so many, it's just so deep. Do you remember? Did we name it? Huh? Did we name it? Uh, I don't know. What are we talking about? Relationships, of uh, course. What are we talking about? <laughs> anything in particular? No? Yeah, we talked about, so we talked, my whole thing was to get you to talk about, um, like, we, is, there, is there anything to do to not get into a situation where there is, like, over, like, attachment that goes beyond Oh yeah, right, right. what, uh, is agreed upon what you know you think is reasonable like where's that line oh yeah yeah and we then did that we one. have yeah. yeah okay and it was uh uh you know i i think that i have my thoughts you have your thoughts there's a difference be- between us there which always makes things interesting i don't know that we fully agreed but i think we agreed that no one knows exactly what's the right thing to do Right, yeah, that none of this is an exact science. Uh, everybody's different, every chemistry is different, and 
There are circumstances. You could have two people meet the same way and have completely different outcomes. Right. So there are variables that can contribute to making things easier. Right. So I think my whole goal was to talk about those. Like, yeah. you know, knowing that there's only one side that can be controlled. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you do and what do you not do? You know, when do you adjust? How do you adjust? Yeah. Stay on your toes. Well, I seem to think that you can adjust faster, but, you know, the reality is that uh, I'm probably just being a little too optimistic. Well, hypothesis and theories are very different, <laughs> so as you go, you'll let us know. Um, okay, that's right. We, we sh- we've recorded that one in L.A., so that's what I was... And then what else were we talking about? Ta- oh, there were jokes. Yeah, there, there were funny stuff, things there. About yeah, gauges. Were- talked about my proposed threesome with somebody else oh yeah 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 farmers and stuff <laughs> farmers okay cool so all right that's cool if y'all ain't listen to it you should listen to it there's a, there's some other ones that are pretty good about 13 of them um so yeah like we say before we go into any podcast no relationship style is more or less divine than any of the other ones it's the quality of work that's put in between the two people, as well as the root work they put in on themselves and the continued work, because we all grow and change, evolve. So things need to be added, subtracted, amended to. So we don't advocate polyamory or monogamy or any of these things. We advocate honesty, truth, um, higher self-based actions and not fear-based actions. We want love that rises and rises all ships with the tide, as they call it not fear-based things that hinder us to stay in boxes. So that's all. So we'll go into our quotes. But someone someone decided not to do quotes or do any. She just wanted to go a different direction today. So I will do mine, and she can either snarl, sniff, or silent, whatever floats her boat. So these are on the topics of special, because we're going to go into special. Look at you, how smart you are. I didn't think to do that. Of course not. Yeah, of course not. So my first one is, don't take people for granted. No matter how much they love you, people get tired eventually. Which means, you know, be careful you take for granted or who you assume is always going to do these things or always be there for you, regardless of what energy you contribute back or invest in, because eventually people get worn out. So that's a scary thought, because this week someone told me that my credit has run out. (laughs) And that was not a happy news. I don't know if I told you your credit actually ran out. You did. You literally told me I have no credit. I have spent all the credit. Oh, in that field, I have no more. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, your overall credit. No, but no. that's, you know, I don't think that my what? overall credit matters in that partic- one particular area. So as of today, I have zero credit. That did not feel good right. at all. <laughs> like... <laughs> All right. But yeah, so we all got to just be mindful of the of the things we we share and just be grateful, be maybe appreciative. I have, maybe I have um, gotten a little bit more over the last three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your credit you score went from like, like... You look at me like, no, your credit is not at zero. I don't know like, credit, you told I don't know. me the credit was at zero. Well, just in that space, exactly. though. Exactly. Not well, generally. But it does, I don't think it matters. I'm telling you it matters. If, if I'm the one that's judging credit <laughs> score, I'm telling you it matters. If your credit was zero and nothing else you did could help it, 
then we we would be bankrupt. But that's not the case. You have other good, you know, you have good people references. You have a good history, and all these things. Um, I think you're walking a statement back a no, little bit. No, I'm not crazy. I don't. I don't. I don't continue things with someone who has to completely depleted their <laughs> their for their well with me. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah. Credit going up in, in three days? No, that didn't happen. I mean, it, it could have went from like seven fifteen to seven sixteen. Well, point something. Maybe. <laughs> it's a long term thing. Credit, you know, it takes a while to get credit up. But I have faith. She's a good people's. You guys know she's good people's. Uh, my next quote is: "When someone else's happiness is your happiness, that is love." And that goes to the, the antithesis of taking someone for granted, right? You actually, you really um, <clears throat> receive joy from seeing other people, especially people you're really close to, especially the special person you're really close to, is receiving love and joy. Um, not at the sacrifice of your own. You want to make sure that you guys are both, it's reciprocal. Um, but, you know, you want to have a cool, well, you want to, I want to, I enjoy having that type of joy that is long lasting, that's broad, which is like, if I can contribute to someone's growth as they keep growing, I know that um, they feel me as part of the contributing team and I, there's a reciprocal, there's a residual love, not reciprocal, residual love that comes from that. So, um, And then the third one, it hurts the worst when the person that made you feel so special yesterday makes you feel so unwanted today. That goes back to the for granted and special and stuff like that, you know. Um, and we're just talking about how. I don't know that I've ever felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky you. Um, you know, when routine or monot or monotony sets in, when you go from just being from being wanted, desired to just being needed. Like you know, I need you. Of course, I'm glad you're here, but I'm not proactively doing anything to let you know that I'm really caring about you and it's like I'm actually acknowledging you um, well I think that you know what you're talking about happens a lot more often but I think the quote per se goes into wanting someone today and rejecting them tomorrow not ignoring them but rejecting them I don't know how you got that from my quote <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea where the origin of my quote is but that could be your to interpretation you? of the quote where is it I'm just saying I don't know where you're getting such a specific definition from. Like, oh, from this, it doesn't say any of those things. All well, it says, unwanted does not mean all it neglected. Says, well, unwanted yes. means that you're not desired, which means could be neglected. I think unwanted is actually rejected. Okay. Your interpretation and my interpretation are both. That's why we have these. We share. But, um, but yeah, it hurts the worst when the person that made you feel so special yesterday makes you feel so unwanted today. So it can be someone who right. gave you a hell of attention, who cared a lot about you, who, cared, who asked you questions about how you're doing, and now they could care less. They don't ask you anything. They're not interested in what you're doing, but they're still in your life. And so then the next step is, what do you do? Hopefully bounce. If they're truly showing, they can no longer uh, make you feel sexy. And that goes into something we'll just carry into into again special, is feeling special, feeling sexy. And so I was talking to you and other people about you know, I don't like to not feel sexy. And when I talk about feeling sexy, I don't necessarily mean a sexual attraction sexy. It's just a heightened sense of appreciation and energy. Like, I, like, 
I was telling you, like, I feel sexy around certain of my male friends. I feel sexy around certain kids that I skate with. I feel sexy around, um, you know, elders and mentors as well as women. And it's not sexual, like, I want to have sex with these people. It's just a heightened sense of appreciation. Um, and yeah, so this goes in that space. Like, I don't, when I'm around people that right. don't feel special, I don't feel sexy around, eventually it's time for me to make some moves because, you know, being in a state where someone's like, yeah, cool, like, meh. Like, you know, that's not too cool. Okay. Anywho, so those are our quotes. Our quotes. Yeah, yes. I mean, because there's none over here. And then she usually does rants, and she's not going to rant today. So. Not because I don't have a topic, but because I decided for the sake of the length of the podcast that we have so much to talk about outside of my rants that if I add that, it's going to go for like five hours. Really? And you can't I just don't. give us one little rant. Like a baby rant. Your fans want it. They're texting me now like, what's up with the rants? <laughs> Facebook Live is going nuts right now. Mm, I didn't think about it. So many. So many. <laughs> that, that's so, not even one in your head. Uh, I can tell you that, you know, reading the answers to our special questions, I can totally rant about that because what I'm seeing is it's all very uh, goal and action motivated. Mm-hmm. versus like feeling motivated and right. I think that uh, those who answered the questionnaire that I sent out and thank you guys for doing that that's really cool collecting them all I went through and I collected them all into one sheet and as I was doing that I definitely can see how everyone used their brain which is awesome and I don't think anyone used just the feeling. That would be my baby rant. Well, and they, we'll they go, know you, so we'll yeah, go we into be surprised it. if they hear you say these things. <laughs> we'll go into it when we go through uh, the questions and then the answers. And then uh, I answered the questions myself. I know you answered the questions. No. I, I just kind of talked about it. I actually wrote mine down, so that would be cool. Yeah. I freestyle, so if you need me to answer the questions, I can totally yeah, answer them. I'll make you answer the questions. Okay, cool. So I thought uh, it would be cool to follow up on the last episode because I think we spent a lot of time just pondering about, in general, how does it work uh, when what you want to do with people that you meet and the purpose why you meet them uh, goes deeper than you expected or I mean deep is fine or that's the goal but it goes off the rails in terms of the effect that it has on people where it becomes so personal that the personal, I think, uh, pain of not being able to have you in their life in the way that they want to have you in their life overpowers everything else. And that's when things go off rails. So we just pondered about that. And then uh, I thought that it's awesome to think about, to talk about it in general, but that's just what it is. That's like general pondering and what if and that. But then 
there's also different scenarios that we have experienced. It's gonna be it's gonna be two years that we've been doing this. August next month will be two years. That's a wow. that's two years. Yeah. Wow, what a party! That's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, so by now we have, you know, collected a couple of very significant experiences. So what do you mean doing this? Because that's very vague to the <laughs> assuming that you, you know where maybe there's people who don't fully know us oh come on do so, i need to be specific well, Tion's thing with me is i'm not specific well you're just talking about yeah, i get it like well, it's cool to talk about things in being general but it's better to get more specific <laughs> as you're generalizing i'm not generalizing i'm forgetting that i have to describe what it is right. first right uh being open about our lifestyle, about your chosen lifestyle, about my feelings about it, about my uh, contribution to it, about my part in it, about us agreeing to be uh, honest and actually open about our own experiences outside of our marriage. That's what I'm talking about. Interacting with people, learning how to interact when you have a personal relationship with someone and you want me to meet them, uh, how to navigate different scenarios where maybe it becomes sexual between all three of us, maybe it doesn't. I mean, all of that stuff is really interesting. And yeah. that's, <laughs> so that's, that's what we have been doing for two okay. years. So two years of going from being more ultra discreet and keeping things completely separate to a more compersive space where we actually are open, we talk about it, and we start to see that actually um, sharing and opening up the, the overlap a little bit more is actually a benefit to us, and we can actually handle it and not get defensive and let our lower selves just make it a really uncomfortable, horrible situation. So that allowed for us to not only share more of the experiences with each other, but also literally share them in a space to where there is a trinity space where there's a space where there's three of us can actually hang out, interact, communicate, be friends, be sexual, and all of that stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the space. So we talked about like the general, uh, general, you know, um, issues that might come up. Right. But I wanted to talk about specific scenarios a little bit. Not okay. not naming any names, but scenarios where how does it work when, uh, you know, you introduce me to someone that you have already established a close relationship with. Right. And then how does it work when uh, we're meeting someone at the same time, maybe? Right. Is there a difference? Well let's, go, well, let's go through scenarios, and then we'll do each scenario, pros, each scenario, cons. Because there's mm-hmm. pros and cons to all of them. So, right this slide. So, the pros of... So, give me a scenario, and we'll go into... So, okay, well, let's talk about you having developed a meaningful, close relationship with someone for, let's say, a year. Right. And then you introduce them to me. What happens? Well, the pros of, of having someone that I've been close to for a long time and then bringing them into our space is 
I know this person, I've vetted them, like we, I know, I've deemed them good and healthy, beneficial to my life. They love, understand, and respect um, who I am and what makes me who I am, which is my family, which is my relationship, marriage with you, which are my passions, which is my mode of operandi. So then at that point, I'm not concerned about them trying to infiltrate, jet, transition, um, shoot down any parts of my life or be negative influence to my life. Um, and so at that point, I have the ability to have vetted these people. And that's actually how we opened our relationship. Right. Exactly that way. That was that way. So that's the, that's the pros of that one. That's a good scenario. Is that actually, I have history with this person. I've been able to been spend time with them, talk to them, listen and feel their questions, concerns, thoughts, ideas, and actually be around them long enough to see that the consistency of the person, the team, the deem whether or not um, that's something that would be beneficial. Also compatibility, see if they have a personality type that I think would work well with yours or not. Um, we're very particular people and we have different things that we like and don't like. Um, so that's the pros with that one. What's another scenario? Well, and then what's the pro with uh, do you want to go through pros and cons? We'll, or go, yeah? well, it's up to you. Do you want to go pros and cons for one scenario, then pros and cons for another scenario, or just pro, pro, pros, con, con, So cons. there's pros, cons, there is theory, and then there is reality. All right. Well, do you want to pick, what do you want to do? So let's go through one first fully. Okay. So in this scenario, so right. we got the pros. And that's in theory. All of what you just described are the pros in theory. Well, it's not in theory because it's in practice because we've utilized this in real time. It's happened. So there were benefits to it. Now, the cons of it are, um, some of the cons are that they could have a direct, stronger attachment to what we've created over this time. And so bringing them into the space where there's now three of us or another dynamic, even if it's not three of us all the time, it does divide the time. It does bring up, it can trigger some, traumas or unearthed desires that maybe weren't on the surface when there was one-on-one and then there becomes push-pull there becomes insecurity there becomes jealousy um there can become just a fight for more time and feeling like that this third scenario is pulling away so then it causes a negative reaction where they want to start clawing for more time or um just doing different things that that communicate that they want more they want more time. They want more of the relationship. They want more of what we were sharing one-on-one. And so that can clutter it. So do you think it. that's just a matter, really a matter of space and time, or there's something else? Well, it's all of it. The space and time, and it's obviously, um, well, I guess we talked about before, and in, in the Trinity space, it unearths all types of things in you. So if you have... Um, certain aspirations or hopes maybe that are like subtly that you're like I'm hoping that I have this relationship goes in this direction I am hoping you know that whatever it is if you have that and once you get in this trinity space it comes to surface if you have insecurities about what your position is in perspective to Tion's wife when you're face to face with that energy it comes to surface so I think what happens is when you have a relationship with someone you keep the relationship outside of our life and maybe logically they understand that yes you're married you tell them that you're happily married you tell them uh what i mean to you and you know that there is no way that anyone can come in and disturb that 
but then when you bring someone in, then they actually see it. Yeah. And seeing it is in and experiencing it is very different from you telling them because when you tell them, I think that most people have this picture of well, they're married. He's obviously seeking something outside. Right. Clearly, he's not getting something. Even though he's telling me that that's not the case, that's not the purpose of him going out to have these relationship inclu- relationships, including relationship with me, I know he's, I'm sure the only reason why he would do that is because he's not getting something at home. And then when they are introduced to our space and they see how it works and then they see how it works sexually between you and I, all of that is proven wrong instantly. And then the whole picture changes and like, holy shit, this is for real. I have zero chance here of getting anything more than what, you know, I really have been getting and all my hopes are really just silly hopes. And then there becomes this conflict. Nah, then it becomes real. Then it's like, oh, then, then in that case, it was almost um, detrimental. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say that uh, all of it is detrimental, but it's, it's, it can be yeah. overpowering. Well, it's detrimental to that fantasy. Right. To that space that they're able to keep if they don't actually come face-to-face with it. Um, And that's the risk you take when you integrate a new energy um, into a cipher. You know, and that's that's especially in this cipher, but it's in any cipher. You can have, you know, a band and everything is cool and then you go, oh, we're going to bring in this new bass player. And the bass Mm -hmm. player could come in and immediately, immediately just shift the energy of the band. And that changes things. It's a risk. It can add to the band and make it, dang, that's what we needed. Or it can be something that really unearths other things that show the band's not functional. Um, and that's a risk. So in this space, it's like a heightened risk. Because basically if there is, if there is this, this undertone, preconceived notion that although he's telling me that they're completely happy and their happiness is why we're able to share all this other stuff because it flows through... Um, and when I'm actually sad and we're going through our personal stuff, I actually don't want to be out with people. I want to be inside and working. Um, it sounds nice in theory. Yeah, but no one trusts it. Right. Well, they've no, there's no, there's minimal precedence for it. So it's just a default that we all, even all of us, even myself, like when you hear about someone married, having another relationship, you know, it wasn't until recently I would be like, Oh, well, what kind of relationship is it? As I normally be like, okay, well, they're obviously cheating because something ain't working. And that's that's really uh, uh, it's not always that way, and so I'm learning to when I hear about people having these other relationships, I ask more like, well, what is that? You know, because you don't know what the what the relationship structure is, but it definitely is a situation where um, once they see that what I've been trying to describe is actually real, it does have an effect, and few of them. Are amazed and enchanted and they become closer to us some it, it it's that one thing that just slides the trajectory trajectory a little bit to the left or something and it starts causing this yeah this and, and just like everything down. else I think everything that we have been talking about and 
everything all of our fears and you know all of our insecurities they're based on it's like it's it's insecurity if there is an insecurity in that space yeah. then it's definitely gonna come out you'll unearth it and like i was saying before like i feel it like there are times in the situations where you know it's me and you and another woman and I'm watching you guys and feeling the power of the, the women, the, just the way they're connecting and stuff. And I'm just kind of like, damn, like I can feel like how a man could be like, hmm, like, where do I fit into this? Like, Well, that's a different know. conversation. That's a conversation that you and I had Monday this week that didn't go so well. But the premise is really interesting <laughs> because, <laughs> well, just fact, because the premise was really interesting because I started telling T on that I feel differently uh, being intimate with women versus men. Like, it's a lot more emotional with women. Right. And in that space, a man can really feel emasculated if they're not secure. Yeah, it's like... <clears throat> like, the term making love has a different meaning. And yeah, you can see yeah. it. Yeah. It's very palatable. You can see. So, yeah, it's just that space, all of, like, the intimate... First of all, like, when people, us humans, get deeply emotionally invested in somebody or dynamic, um, we change. Um, there's fear. There's concern about the investment. <laughs> <laughs> There's fear of loss, there's fear of being abandoned, there's fear, whatever fears we have. So the more we're invested, the more concern we get. And depending on how we deal with those concerns, um, they can either be lessened or they can be magnified. And so that's kind of that space. So that's, so that's the pros and the cons of me meeting and having a relationship with someone before, long right, before so, you. So you know, in theory, like your theory was very solid. When we started talking about it, when right. we decided that, you know, I was ready to actually experience you uh, with another woman, we talked about it. And we both, I actually said it, that, hey, I think that person needs to come from your world because you vet them so well and you know them so well. I don't do that. Uh, but, you know, that I think that there's a much better chance at having a more successful relationship that way. Right. Because you know who you would be bringing in. Right. That was our first experiment. Right. right. And in theory, that was really, I mean, that was solid. Right. What we didn't account for was what that was going to change in the person. Right. Like what or was that? Right. Well, Earth. not change, but... What was going to come up to surface that you did not see because you didn't have that circumstance? Mm -hmm. And now you're bringing that circumstance, and it's whatever it is, it brings it to surface, and it becomes an overpowering emotion. Right. Yeah, you learn, you know, you learn. But at the same things. time, you know, like a different person who you had known for years and years and years. Right. And it's the most amazing experience ever. Right. But the triggers are not the same. Right. At all. Yeah. And the truth is, as, as anal as I am about 
listening and learning and asking questions about a person, trying to like actually understand who they are, where their origins stuff are. Um, some things just don't come up until you till we're in different circumstances. Right. You know, so you really like as well because also like I am very good at convincing myself and therefore I'm excellent at convincing other people that what I'm feeling is true. Right. And there's nothing else behind it. Right. I mean you and I have gone through that many times where I convinced you that there's absolutely nothing else behind it. Right. And you had totally believed it. Right. And it's the same thing. And I'm not, I'm not doing that to lie to you or deceive you. I'm doing that because I honestly, at that moment, feel that way. And I feel really strongly about it. Right. But then when the circumstance changes slightly, or you push more, then it's like, oh, there's this whole other world behind what I had said was nothing. And, you know, I mean, that's... That's a play too, because when you are having these conversations, nothing is triggering it, then the person's cool, calm, and collected. Right. And they, can and they don't even know that that trigger exists. Right. But yeah. then when you bring that in and their stuff gets triggered, then this whole different room opens up and you're like, holy yeah. cow, I had never even known it existed. And they're like, you know, I knew it existed. I didn't realize it was that bad. Right, or how it would play out right. in this scenario. So it's not their fault. It's not, like, it's not mm. to say that it's someone's fault. It's just to say how complex that is. Yeah, it's different. And I'm like the first one to defend those situations because I had done it. Like I know how convinced I am right. that there's nothing else behind it. Like There's absolutely nothing else. That's it. You're getting what... Like, there's, that's it. Right, yeah. It's, you know, and I, of all the situations um, of which turned out marvelous from knowing them for long times and which um, be created the seeds of the transition to where we no longer have interactions, um, I wouldn't have been able to guess which one <laughs> would have been those. Because, you know, really? no, because they're all, I mean, you know, one was more experienced and more wise and more and more versed. No. And one didn't talk so. too much about things. So, you, I mean, I didn't know. You don't interview them specifically about, you know. And then who knows, like you're saying, who knows if they could even articulate how they would react. No, until I they meet. So. So I, 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 yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I yeah, think I that there, is, there are things like that, like those things. Um, if you had never experienced them, a lot of the times you don't even know they exist. Right. Yeah, it's just So there's no way you can communicate that, you can articulate that ahead of time at right. all. You right. can't even project that. Right, and the, and the other thing, even if you go more nuanced, even people who've had experiences with other couples or th just three any situation, there's three or more people, um, they're all different. Yeah. So just so just because someone has been in a space where they've had sexual interactions or relationship dynamics with a couple, um, doesn't mean that they're going to know exactly how to be in this space with us or we're going to know exactly how to be in this space with them. Every time it's completely different. There's certain core foundation things you try to um, focus on, which is listening, love, compassion, understanding. Yep. But the how it manifests and how long it is, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. So that's pros, cons, and theory. Right, and reality. We've and then reality. Okay, so that's, that's that's one. And then go, okay. Right, and then so the next one is, you know, what if we meet... 
pretty much immediately right. at the same time. So there's been a few. One, we actually went on a dating site and we met some person. It was literally the only person that, well, only person we physically met face to face when we did our joint OkCupid site. And now it's like just like a ghost town. I haven't been on it in a while. But we met a person at mm-hmm. the same time. So I, I responded. She responded. You responded. So everybody got to hear everybody. Then we all hung out and met. Hung out and the vibe was cool. And then we interacted, entertained. And then I haven't talked to her since, but you're friends with her. I talk to her every day with a friend. <laughs> so, um, but nothing bad happened. It wasn't no. like there was no fighting. So, okay, so the pros of that are, you can talk about the pros of that. Of us meeting at the well, same time. Well, I didn't mean I didn't mean that example at all. Uh, I know because but... that didn't develop into anything. But in theory, the pros were really cool. The pros were that no one had any history and everyone was learning at the same time, so there was no push pull. The only push pull would be to where, you know, well, Tion and I obviously have our established preferences for you know, who obviously he likes women. Obviously, I am more attached to him than anybody else. And then, you know, if I am, uh, if I can develop a relationship with a woman that is like beyond friendship and is sexual, then that's added bonus. It's not guaranteed. Right. So, um, in those situations, it's pretty cool. Like, it depends on where that person puts their preferences, right? Right. And if they mostly like men and she will feel like she actually wants to spend more time building with you uh, and then I'm like a added bonus, that's one way. You know, if she's really even, right. then it's really easy, you know, or we haven't had anyone who's actually really into women and a guy is kind of like... Like a spare part? You know, a spare part or like an occasional, oh, that'd be cool to have that too. Right. Yeah. So, so that's the pros is that I'm trying to do live thing. I can't do it. I forgot, I forgot how to do Facebook Live. Oh, well. But um, yeah, so you can't, in that space, in theory, that's the cool thing. Is you're building one foundation right. together and three different sides of that right. foundation. There's no attachment, no emotional attachment yet. Right. You're not, you're not working against any jealousies. You know, you're very open. Like, I have a way of communicating at the same time that you're communicating. So I'm not uh, bursting anyone's bubbles. Right. And... Just so you guys know, if you've never been in this wacky world of space like this, um, the way we do the communication in the Trinity space, which means there's three people, we have three separate lanes. So Eula and this person, they have their own thread, conversations that are not I'm not involved with at all. They're not obligated to share with me any of that stuff. They share what they want to share. Me and that person have our own lane too, and the same rules apply. And then we actually have a group line that we can all chat on that with matters that pertain to us. Um, and that's kind of, we kind of try to keep well, living not, like not that. Not just even pertain to us, but if we want to all have the same. A lot of the times we end up like coordinating things on right. on the joint line. <laughs> right, things that are pertaining yes. to all three of us. Yeah. Like if it's you and so-and-so talking about nails and shit, like it's not, I'm, I don't need to be involved with that coordination or conversation, you know, and vice versa. So... But it's good to keep it separate so that way we maintain that there are, there are technically three separate 
um, relationships that are growing, friendships that are growing, dynamics that are growing, that are interconnected because, you know, of course, if one person becomes extremely volatile and evil <laughs> to a person, it's going to affect everything, but you have to have the separate lanes. The separate friendships are very important. Um, so, so, okay, so that's the pros. What were the cons of, of meeting at the same time? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't uh, found cons. Well, a con could be it's hard to, to grow. Or it's, it can be challenging to grow a deep connection with two people at the same time in one dynamic. Um, also, it can be in a situation where it didn't grow anything. Um, there was no roots, and so it just kind of just flowed however it flowed. And never, there's never a three-scenario conversation based upon any of that. It was kind of... Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I think in that situation, it just she wasn't really looking for it. She was just like, "Hey, let me see what's going on." Right, right. And you know, we seem to be cool, and right, it so just wasn't right. So the 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 con would be then there's just lack of vetting. There's right. no vetting going on. Right. Like no one knows anybody about anything. We're just kind of like, all right. right, you know, we're sacrificing the vetting process for the. Hopes that we of not having an attachment, right. having a growth. Okay, so in, right, but then at the same time we have, you know, we have one super cool relationship now that is like we're actually successful at growing deep friendships, right, in separate lanes and together, right. And that one's same time, and I think that one really super benefited from me being involved really early on right because i think in that situation i probably prevented some drama right i i i I can pretty i can say pretty certain that i did just by voicing certain things like hey just a reminder i know how you feel i i can imagine how you feel but don't think it's this whole like you're not in love you, this is... Or you're not falling. Right. You're, like not, you're in a state of love, not, but it's not this whoosha, fuck like, up your whole life. Right, in love, love meaning like, oh, I'm going to forget I have responsibilities and I'm going to give up my life and go try and run away with this person. I'm right. like, this is not it. Like, not a, it's not a fairy like, tale. I, I, can, I, I'm, I can appreciate how you feel right now, but that is not... Right. And then you get to tell them... Like right, all, all the idi- idiosyncrasies get... about me so you can help them navigate how I operate. Well, and I'm being careful with those because I am... Um, one thing in those relationships is that I, you know, I have to be really careful and not ruin anything for them. Like, I can't go in and be like, actually, Tion is blah, 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 blah. He farts in the bed, he snores, yeah, he kicks. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not here to say anything negative, and I have to make sure that I contribute to their uh, the positive right effect. And, and added, added balance. You do right. do added balance. Well, I definitely do because I perspective and stuff. And I think just my holding their hand through ups and downs and emotional roller coasters of what the hell did I just feel? This feels so good. I don't even know what that what that is. Right. And I can be like, okay, well here's what it is. This is why you're feeling it. 
and this is what it's not. Right, and here's options of placing this because yeah, because yeah, there's, there's usually not a reference point to the nope. this type of stuff. Um, and she, you know, she's a and very special. She has a unique combination of analytical skills and just predisposition of happy and you know it's yeah but then it's also amazing. you know the combination we, of all of it but then also it's cool to have you know in a different friendship to have a like a, a woman that totally completely adores you and has long history with you right. but at the same time totally completely adores me with not that much history right and it's pretty equal yeah so i mean the moral of the story of all of that is is there's pros and cons of any one of them. And it's really, I don't know. I don't know if there's any, there's no way better than any way. I think the best way is with the right intentions. That's the best way of right. all the ways is with the right intentions. Um, I have learned, I think, my biggest lesson through the deep, uh, you know, difficult relationships is that the more I'm able to stay true to the whole overall balance and the less I try to control the situation and especially control it in order to make myself feel better at the moment. like Because I have feelings too, right? I can feel jealous. I can feel scared. I can feel highly sensitive and uncomfortable. If I start using my powers to control any of that, then it really, then, I mean, it, it's maybe I win one, one battle, but I'll definitely lose that war. Right, yeah. Controlling anybody's shit other than our own. Yeah, be, but, yeah. you know, I mean, we're used to it. We're, we're, we're raised to control our everything. Right. You know, because if you, God forbid, you let somebody else control it, Right. And God forbid you just trust that if you do what you're supposed to do, things are going to work out the way they're supposed to work out. Right. That's a total sign of weakness. So. Yes, the art of gaining control by letting go. That's the... Right, so that is, I think, my biggest, coolest lesson yeah. over the last two years. So, all right, so then it's ending the relationships. Yeah. Um, that's it's, reality that's, it's as a very, well. Yeah, it's a trick. Not not tricky, but it's it can be tricky because there's sometimes where one side ends yep. or sunsets before the other side does, or one side's having a term, turbulent time when another side isn't. And what role is it of the one that's not having the turbulence to play in the side that is? Like, you know, try to be the peacemaker, try to be the mediator, um, and, and sometimes it works. A lot of times it just gets messier. I think um, that's a cool experience that we all, well, you and I lived through and you learned and I learned. That actually is the time when I learned that I shouldn't try to control anything. Right. I shouldn't try and influence you because just because you have a peaceful relationship and I don't, right. that I can bring all the negative thoughts and hurt feelings right. to you because that's not... You know, I mean, I probably did it once or twice, and you're like, uh, yeah, you're not coming from a good place. Right, yeah. And it's, you know, it's challenging because those are all raw, real feelings, and who else are you going to talk to? We want to talk to each other because we're, we're our closest confidants. I mean, some of it, some of it is rough. I mean, some of it is like, 
you know, when I'm being told to my face, hey, I'm not here to have a relationship with you. I'm here to have a relationship with your husband. Right. After I had felt I had gone above and beyond right. on everything, it's rough. Yeah. But, you know, I have to catch myself and be like, you know what? A, it's not going to help anything if I allow myself to act all hurt and upset. And B, I, I, it's not entirely true that that's, right. that's not the only feeling that that person's feeling. It's just that one was the strongest at the moment. Right, yeah. And so, you know, the golden rule we try to live by is um, unless someone's doing something out of malice and it's tremendously hurting one of us, um, if the person is continuing a relationship with the person and the other one's not, that's fine doesn't have to always mean all or none with all of us, but if there's malice involved, if someone's trying to hurt Eula or trying to just do things out of malice and it's, you know, over a period of time, that's not going to fly because that's me. Like, she is part of us. Us is a huge part of me. So that's an indirect way of just being negative and bringing negative energy into my cipher um, through family, through my wife. Um, but you know, there's going to be times where there may be a three space and then it goes back to a two space or maybe three space and it goes from me to us to her, (laughs) you know, like it just, it just goes that way. Um, you know, in that case, I just send you pictures. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You just do. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Whatever it is. Yeah. We, you do. I hide the closet. (laughs) We drill a hole in the middle of the bed and I lay <laughs> under the bed and peep through the bed and hope I can catch some beaver as it's moving around. <laughs> Floating cooters. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the three space that I think you wanted to finish up on. But it's the... Or, uh, it, uh, oh, uh, eh, 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 it's and just, some relationships just end wacky. Yeah, some just go boom. And right. some go go boom and then it goes go boom uh, several thousand times before it the final kaboom. And when you think it's final, it's still not final. Kaboom again. So you just never know. I mean, it's, we're dealing with humans. We're dealing with <clears throat> trauma. We all have trauma. We all have fears. We have insecurities. We're all at different levels of dealing with them. And we deal with them better when we're in a higher vibration. We deal with them worse when we're in a lower vibration. The goal is to try to own our shit without dumping it on another person just because we're weak, tired, or mad, or mm-hmm. sad. So, yeah, that's that. So why don't we go ahead and go into a song break, and then we'll get into the topic of the evening, which is special. Like, the real special, not that special. I, I did a meme search for special. Oh, boy. Not nice. It's oh, not really? politically correct now. Oh, special I didn't as a whole. think yeah, about like, that. Yeah, like, oh, like, like touched. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like special. Oh, yuck. Yeah. That's not that. That's not what we're talking about. No, <laughs> talking about special, like you know, feeling special, um, both by other people, places, and things, but also by ourselves. Self-made special. Yep. So, Black Russian Podcast episode one four, song break by Bounty Killer. Not a merciless. I ain't gonna speak my intention. I pop up my gun and start the auction. Boom, dynamite and drama to the pump action. Not a mercy. Tell them, 
Well, action speak louder than word, but bad men no talk better if you observe. Yes, you stay there, go and talk, yet you won't be locked off. Find the body arrest and the head or not. Hey, action speak louder than word, but bad men no talk better if you observe. Cool, you stay there, go and talk, yet you won't be locked off. Find the body arrest and the head or not. Better you be dumb, cause you shouldn't talk. Else you wouldn't get a gunshot in a yard. Empty barrel make nice, but bad men no talk, but often kill, but we live little bit too small, no for them are this, and can't pay the cost, maybe gun pop off, and nation dead off, wipe off of the earth, come back in the past, now make me get bring along go everything dark, hey, auction speak louder than word, but bad men no talk better if you observe, hey, you still dead one talk, get your heart be locked off, and the body always and the head or not, hey, auction speak louder than word, but bad Men no talk better if you observe Cool, you steer the one talk Get your heart beat lock off Find the body always on the head or not Hey, boy take the world right now I'm a paint Murder poverty and me no take statement Kill me come to kill and not to take argument Hey, me and me gun the gun experiment To murder poverty don't got no conscience Cause he'll be dead and be well confident Gunshot me give him well no good for him health Witness me support like a butter in melt Me on me 45 with shot line my belt Red cost me test with me some beer of belt Roll up now me gun and come murder yourself Auctions be louder than word But bad man no talk better if you observe Hey, you stay there go and talk Get your heart beat lock off Find your body always and your head or not Hey, auctions be louder than word But bad men no talk better if you observe Cool, you stay there go and talk Get your heart beat lock off Find your body a waste and your head or not Be gone with your boss Name God a come And the magazine Big like a drum When time me boss it all The sun go down When me pop it out It no make sense you run You shot them the corner Go wait till you come Boss head in a two dash You my ball a grung Your side bun to kill a day So be your fun done Yes, functions be clothed And bird But bad men no talk Yes Actions speak louder than words. You know, is this this real reggae or is this the U.S. based? Right. Oh boy, that's a that's a separate rant for a different subject, different topic. But yeah, we like reggae music, deep, rich reggae music. Don't care as much where it's from as long as it's culturally rich, deep reggae music. Um, so we really promote that on the show. That's what you hear. It's our vibe. It kind of sets the tone. It's our guiding energy. Um, we should start actually, like you're saying, tagging it on our posts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's Bounty Killer. Actions speak louder than words. Because that's when we get in the special, you know. What are you doing? I'm going to monitor in so I can have two screens and have my oh survey. She's doing grown-up big stuff work right now. Well, because I went through and I, I collected all answers and I put them in one document. Mm. You're lucky I didn't put them in a spreadsheet. Right. Well. Because you wouldn't know what to do with it. I just would listen to you. That's what I do with it. <laughs> so while she's doing her IT work, um, thank you guys for participating. And those of you who didn't or couldn't, it's all good. If you can hear this right now, you've already done your part because you're listening. And if you're not listening, it doesn't matter because you're not listening. You can't even hear me right now. <laughs> so 
fuzzles, fuzzles back as you. Oh, who cares? Now, those of you who did write in, just know. Well, you know, because you know Eula. She is heavy-handed. She's serious. And oh, so, is that the warning when yeah, I come yes, in heavy? Yes, it's just let them know. You, you come I in think hot. it's really nice. I mean, I think that, you know, people put thought into it, and it's really nice. But I also think that it's not really, really... Take a deep breath while you guys are listening. I, don't, I, I think that there's definitely some things that... Well, okay. I think when you put seven questions in front of people right. and they feel like they should respond... They just go through and respond as fast as they can. Right. And that's Versus, not the purpose of the survey. No, that's not the purpose of the survey. Like, I wrote the questions, and I've been thinking about the, uh, what special is for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then I sat there, and I kind of felt what that is. Like, what does that mean to me? And, you know, I, I hate giving answers that are expected. Mm-hmm. So none of that, you know, I didn't put any of that in mind. Uh, but, you know, it's a good start. I think mm-hmm. it's a cool start. Right. So what were your questions without, responding, without saying these answers yet? All right. So the questions were, what does the word special mean to you? Right. When was the first time you remember feeling special? Right. Because I think it's important to know where that comes from. What made you feel special as a child? What does special mean to you in a relationship? I didn't say marriage. I didn't say committed, grown-up relationship. In a relationship, can you make yourself feel special? What do you do to make yourself feel special? How do you make other people feel special? Right. Those were the questions. All right. Cool. So do you want to... I put all of them into one. Mm-hmm. And we can do all that, and then we can maybe do mine and then do yours. I'm following your lead, Rabbit. All right. Okay. So what does the word special mean to you? Uh, pretty much everybody said above average, not like everybody else over expected so literally unique above average appreciated hard to replace or duplicate to me it means exceptional something way better than the norm or unexpected surprising all in a very good way or something or someone who holds a significant place in your heart and act over and above expectation so that's pretty much Special meaning you're placed above others. Right. Uh, when I felt, when I thought about it, and then I felt, what does this word special mean to me? To me, it means not every day, not routine, appreciated and valued higher than regular. Right. So it's not over a person it's right over it's not over energy. a person right. and it's in my in, in my personal world right what does what does make me what makes me feel special right and to me it means that it's something that we do something that i do something that you and i do something that you do some something that other people do with me that is not a routine thing it's right. not me getting up and brushing my teeth 
Although you, you know, broke both arms, maybe when they heal, brushing teeth is special. Right. But it's something that is not, that's out of that daily routine. Right. But that's something that I pause and I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. Right. Like you and I do that a lot. And it's like things sometimes that we do every day. Like I get in bed at night every day and every day, every night, and it's super special. Right. And when you take that away from me for one night, I'm like, what the (laughs) hell? (laughs) I want my special back. I want it 365 days a week. Where's my binky? Yeah, what the hell? Um, You? What about you? Um, Special for me is, I would say, you know, the the way I started thinking about special, I think, what is not special? Like, what, what is the antithesis of special? And that's like regular, monotonous, right. overlooked, taken for granted. So special would be seen, mm-hmm. listened to, um, appreciated, um, you know, um, a heightened sense of energy, like something that that translates through certain actions, but it's the energy. Mm-hmm. Because the actions could change, you know, sometimes... Um, what's, you know, what makes me feel special is when you take extra time to listen and care, um, about concerns, thoughts, or or ideas I'm thinking about. Sometimes feeling special is being left alone, Mm -hmm. but it all changes. The actions change, but special is that, that, that desire, that willingness to, um, listen and be there for a person or in a way that takes more than just mailing it in. Yep. Uh, The next question was, when was the first time you remember feeling special? For everyone, it goes back to childhood. And, well, no, one one person said he was a girlfriend. Uh, But most everyone, and I think it's true for all of us, it hopefully goes back to childhood, where either our parents or teachers... Right. Or somebody during our childhood helped us realize that, hey, we are special. Right. And it literally is okay. Uh, pro- one, you know, it says, probably when the, fr- when the school told my mom I had to switch classes to be in the gifted program, second grade. Uh, then another person said, from very early on, I can remember my mom making me feel special and telling me that I'm special. Right. Uh, having my first girlfriend, having someone that actually liked me. Right. That's special. Kindergarten, when I got to sit in the blue row, really, it was where all the tall kids sat, but we were always the first row to dismiss, uh, dismissed for recess. Uh, mine, this one is really easy uh, because... I was always actually explicitly told that I was special. Right. And that was like a fact fact in our family. So I never, I never even doubted. Was special, did special feel special after being told special for so long? No, special became norm. Like, of course I'm better than others. Right. Because when that came from both my family and then in school from teachers. Right. That just confirmed the whole special thing. 
And I'm like, yeah, well, clearly I'm, I'm. so that really, you know, my answer to that is twofold because that I grew up knowing for a fact that I was special. So that kind of became part of me. Right. But I think that, and I spent some time thinking about it. So it's not really a, um, something that I'm making up because you're my husband. Right. Uh, <laughs> But I think that I realized very clearly that I must be something, someone special when I saw how much what I can do, how much that can hurt you. And I have held you to such high regard and almost like not human-like that when I realized how much my actions can hurt you I'm like wow like he wouldn't react this way to anybody else right so I must really be someone special for like if you can hurt Deadpool who can't die right then pretty much that's right. that's clear <laughs> that's really how I, so that was that was my special understanding of me being special right that was not coming from my parents and my grandma and my teachers right and that's the norm you know normal kills special like once something becomes normal to us we just go okay it's normal like how many of us really are fascinated with gravity every day like i'm just walk i mean this is what it does like our bodies functioning and being able to breathe and process like it's normal to us until it's no longer normal like you know going into cardiac arrest and then being able to breathe normally or rolling your ankle and being able to walk and jump without even thinking about your ankle like that you know it's also like it's interesting we will do things and we won't think about them as special until we see a reflection of it and then until we see other people telling us like holy shit you can do this right yeah, uh, it becomes routine. Right. So you can be doing exact same thing. You're the same person. You, let's say, you know, and I've had these situations like, you know, the, you know, my friends are listening who I pulled out of old workplace where they weren't right. appreciated at all. And one of the ways, like one of the factors that I go went in heavy on was like listen you are super special you're not you don't understand how special you are once you get out of that out of that septic pool that you're working in right now where no one really appreciates you right and you're working with people that have not seen skills like yours right you will come you'll understand how special you are right and so a lot of times um, the the reconnecting with special can be a change of environment, a mm-hmm. different perspective, yep. um, being seen by a different person. Yep. Um, so one of the ways that hinders that is when you're in the same space with the same people, with the same person, with the same reflection. And if you're not careful, that can become yeah, that's routine a killer. and normal. It can kill it. And so, like, I know for a fact, for me, that's a huge thing. Like. Yeah. Me going skating at a different park with different kids doing my same tricks makes me f- remember that what yep. I do, I have a unique, creative, special set of skills. Yep. Or if I go painting with different writers yep. 
or if I share my music with someone who didn't grow up with me, just a different that different reflection can yep. change everything. It can remind you of these things. And so that's why it's so important to have such different um, people, places, things in your life. Um, mm-hmm. Just being able to see. Yeah, in both. I mean, in work. Yeah. You know, because we can work in the same environment for 20 years and no one really appreciates us because it's a closed-in environment. But when you open it up and you're constantly exposed to new people, that's why I love consulting. Right. You're, I'm exposed to new people all the time. Right. And it's amazing to continue to see how my skill set and my knowledge base, which I may be like, Psh, whatever, just me, I just, that's how I work. Right. Meets with people's like amazement, right. you know? And it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cool when they're like, wow, I really like working with you because you're so clear. Or I really like working with you because you break this down so easily. Or, you know, you make total sense. And then in my head, I'm like, really? Like nobody else makes sense? Right, that's just normal. (laughs) It's not very hard, but apparently that's that's, that's really cool. Yeah, and the the reality is we're all uniquely special, Mm -hmm. especially if we focus on being who we're supposed to be and refining that so we vibrate higher and we shine brighter. Um, my earliest childhood specials, um, you know, I was my I was raised by my mom and by the time I was being raised, I was for the most part the only child and my mom um, did a really good job at helping me boost, like keeping my self-esteem high but then having guidelines to where you know, I had some rules and morals, but I always felt like I was adored. And then my, my cousins and my aunts and uncles were always like, they always kind of did that for me. But my first conscious feeling special is when like the older skate homies started taking me on skate trips. Because I was like, you know, before you were they just, just telling Aaron that. Yeah, the before they just be like, Psh, whatever. But then they'd be like, oh, you want, we're going to go to the skate camp for a week. You want to go? I'm like, what? Hmm. You know, like that type of stuff. Um, that became really special. Yeah. Um, when you're going skating at a spot and you do some tricks and a pro comes up to you and like, dude, that was dope. Like, what size shoe do you wear? I'm like, you know, nine. He's like, all right, hold on. And he goes to the car and gets you a pair of shoes. So when you do that, you do that to kids all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's You huge. know what that does to them. Yeah, it changes everything. You yeah. know, so I, I go out of my way to make people feel special as much as I can, genuinely, as much as I genuinely can. Yeah. Like, it's like, a, you know, a, a longer smile, eye contact when you're walking by somebody. An acknowledgement head nod when you're walking by somebody. Um, you know, sincerely thanking somebody and, like, looking at them. Like, not being so busy that you don't even acknowledge eye contact with somebody. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because it just, it's a little thing. It's that desire to consistently stoke people out on a deep level. Yeah. Um, so what else what was the next question? Um... So that one is the same, so two you know, and three, what, yeah. yeah, what made you feel special as a child. So pretty much for everyone, it was, it was parents' childhood, you know, moms making special food, uh, something special with parents, me, same, you know, I was told specifically right. that I was special. Oh, it's an adult show, right? <laughs> I had thoughts of what... Certain things, like little things, as like adult, like growing into adulthood, that made me feel special. Is well, that later? As or? a child. Okay. 
Hold your X-rated thoughts, Jesus! <laughs> wow, we can't go five. So your 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 daughter cannot go ten minutes without poop talk. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you cannot go ten minutes without sex talk. Not on the podcast. I gotta go and. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll real. Wait, your real life is a podcast, so it's it's all the same. It's not it's not any different. Um, all right. So this question is really cool. Everybody took it as a relationship, as in your core right. marriage or boyfriend, girlfriend. What does special mean to you in a relationship? Uh, that person wants to spend time with me because I provide something they need that they can't get elsewhere. In a relationship, I feel special if the person delights in making me laugh, if the person takes time to think about me and do nice things for me, if the person really listens to me and wants to spend time with me, if the person wants to be physically close to me and shows it through touch, hugs, kisses, cuddles, sex, etc. Uh, top ranking over others. Higher tier of importance. Like family over everything. Or connection, the other person's deeper knowledge of you in any specific area of your life. Right. So that's a... Uh, what special means in a relationship. Mine is, so I think that to me, because I'm not, I don't develop relationships very easily. Right. And I really do not, I can't be forced into a relationship if it's surface, meaning it doesn't mean much. Right. So to me, just having a relationship is special. So the special starts from my desire to invest time and energy into creating and maintaining a relationship. Um, I want to feel a special connection with a person I'm spending time with, and that means I want to be sharing something unique, unique in my life, unique in their life, but something that is... Uh, not, you know, if it's, if it's something that makes no difference to me, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm, right. not, I'm not even going to spend that time because my time is super precious. Um, and usually with me, so what means the most to me and what's the most special is if the person uh, that I'm in a relationship with, a friendship, you know, uh, personal relationship, intimate marriage with you, whatever, if that person is able to share something with me that they're not able to share with other people. Right. I'm, you know, I've, I've always thought of myself as someone who wants to keep peeling layers. Mm -hmm. And the more layers I can peel, the deeper I can go into a person, the deeper they can let me in the more special that relationship is to me. That means that they trust me more. Right. That means that uh, they are able to be themselves around me. And that is super special to me. When someone can tell me the truth about themselves that maybe they had not told anybody else right. for fear of judgment, and they feel that it's cool to tell me that because they believe that I won't judge that I would hold the space and provide support. 
that's super special. And um, that goes for me, you know, like if, if the person is making an effort and makes it the first priority to appreciate me for who I am and make me feel comfortable, that's all the special that I need. Like, I don't need flowers, chocolates, right? you know, none of that. But if you really understand and appreciate me for who I am, that's, that's super special. Right. Yeah, I mean, special to me in a relationship for sure is the intention, the desire to contribute to someone's joy. Translated through many actions, you know, finding little ways to show you're listening to them, you're tailor-making, your, your appreciation to them uniquely based upon what they're saying, their emanations, what they're doing. Like, you're really, you're in tune, you're dancing with them. Right, so you're allowing them to be themselves. Right. And you're appreciating them for that. And right. you're making them comfortable. You do the same thing I do. You want them to be comfortable with you. Right. You and want to become themselves and just fill that space. And you, um, you, a lot of the times what you do, you very consciously help them find the places that they had forgotten existed. Right. Yeah, and just, you know, um, special relationship is staying on your toes and loving to contribute consistently. Like, it's not a one-time thing. It's not a once-a-month thing. It's not it's, an anniversary thing. It's not an anniversary thing. It's a state of being. Like, you know, you live this. Like, you know, when you, instead of looking for love, you become the love and you live it. So everywhere you go, everything you do, you're, you're sharing this. You're creating the space. So... Um, special is that stoking people out, finding ways to stoke people out. Um, so in a relationship, you're like finding cool ways to stoke somebody out. Like right when they're not even thinking you're paying attention, you know, you may be like, Oh, okay, we're going to go to this concert tomorrow night. Or, you know, you may come home early and do the dishes, (laughs) you know, or you may clean the car out or you may whatever, but you're, it shows that you're just consciously thinking about it. You didn't just go, okay, every time I want to make her feel special, I'm going to bring her some flowers. And I don't do anything other things for special. I'm just going to bring flowers. That means special. Um, and so, you know, to, in relationships when people make me feel special, it's the same. It's like when, they make, when I feel sexy, when they make me feel sexy, either by the jokes or conversation or the artwork or the time I'm spending with them. Like, and it's a reciprocal thing. Like if you're, if, you're, if you're creating a space where you're making each other feel special, you reciprocate. It makes you feel good and you want to share. Yep. The, the higher you get when someone makes you edifies you and makes you feel good, you see them clear and you want to give it back and then it just goes up and up and up and it's just um, and that's a deep a deep level of um, special um, what I'm learning to get past and undo is making special defined by one the one the only the first mine. Wait, wait, why do you have to undo that? Well, a lot of times we invest, like, I'm special to you because I'm the only one you're sexually interactive with. Or, I'm, because you're mine. And you have to undo that? Yes, because that's a, that's, to me, that's a symbol-based special. Because that can change. Those things can change. Oh, that's, I didn't know that that's how you feel. No, I mean, I mean it's growing up through all these things. And, right. you know, a lot of us share the same thing. Like, well, I feel special in a relationship because I'm the only one they're having sex with. And so a lot of people, they symbolize sex as like, that's what's special. Or like, like how we heard from our friends, like, 
this person was dating somebody who had had several partners over the years in their bed, but they right. were like, you cannot have anybody else in your bed because that's our space. Um, and it was because it was a symbol, which, you know, we all have symbols. We, we can choose which ones we want to keep. But me, I'm trying to refine slowly and just create a space that defines special, that transcends a specific place or an object or a metal. Right. Because those can change. You may not always be right. the only or she, or she, he, place, it, job, opportunity may not only always be yours. Like that can change. And if you're investing your whole foundation on what makes me special to this person, that they're the only person that does this. Yeah, no, know. that's such a trap. I think that, you know, I, I'm realizing now how blessed I am to have never felt uh, that I needed to be the only one. I yeah. actually proactively don't want to be the only one because me being the only one ended up pretty tragically in my first marriage. Right. So that's not a symbol that I want to hold on to. Right. Uh, you know, and it's interesting uh, at uh, work this last week, I was just talking about how we all have to learn at some point or the other that we're all replaceable. Right. 100% of us, we are all replaceable. So unless you build your own thing when you're fully in charge, and that means you're only in charge of what you have built, and your husband, your wife are not that because you don't own them. Right. You don't even own your kids. So right. even that is not permanent. The only thing that is permanent is yourself, how you feel, what you build. If I build a business, I have full control over it unless right. I invite partners into it. Uh, but at work, you could be replaced. I was replaced really easily where I was convinced that I couldn't be replaced. Right. Uh, and it was like overnight. So yeah. that that was a cool lesson. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So there really is no reason why you couldn't be replaced. Right. And that goes into the... And you have to earn the key. Yeah. It's the law of detachment and the seven spiritual laws of success talks about that. Like being willing to just not be so rigidly attached to material things. And material yeah. things can be symbols, you know. Yeah. Um, but here's a good analogy I wrote up for special in different styles of relationships. So, you know, special in a monogamous relationship could be finding new ways to break the routine, spark the flame, contribute to their sexy. Yeah, Because, sure. you know, if you're, if you're monogamous, you've signed up to be pretty much the sole provider of desire, passion, sexy, um, special. Mm -hmm. So you can't fall asleep and just be like, well, you know, that's my girl. We do the same we like routine because routine kills yeah. special. And when you kill special, you kill passion. You kill passion, you kill desire. And the next thing you know, people are either repressing energy or looking outside to find something else. Um, so also, in a monogamous dynamic, special could be encouraging someone to grow. Well, that should be in every you know, relationship. Right, but grow. See other things. Do other things. Be other spaces. Go out. Grow. Pursue your passions. Mm -hmm. As opposed to being so afraid that if they grow, they may leave the relationship. If they meet somebody, they may leave the relationship. Yeah, if they, like the they, whole, get a, they get the, a bigger career, change careers, they may leave the, the relationship. The idea of squeezing the feeling of special out of a closed situation is the right. same thing as I was just talking about 
when you're working in a closed environment for 10, 15, 20 years, right. no one's going to appreciate you. Right. No one's going to f- come in and be like, oh, you're so special. Right, because they no, see the same shit every day. they've seen you yeah. 20, for 20 years every day. Right. What do you think happens in the relationship? Right. So how are you expected to feel special? Right. It takes a lot more work. But um, being seen by other... Like, some of the things you do for your husband that they have, you've done for them all the time, that they like, they like and they, they're grateful, but it's not like they're like, wow, you go do that for somebody else and right. some other person plays walk of life. They're like, you do that every day? Yes. And, but if you don't ever see that, you don't know that's special. Yeah. You just think it's routine. It's just what I do. Um, you know, locking someone down doesn't, is kill special. Um, jealousy kills special. Mm-hmm. Possession kills special. Patriarchy kills special. Um, but here's some funny, some ones for an open or poly relationship. You know, so on the other end of the spectrum, special and open or poly could be just chilling. <laughs> like, you know, cocooning and recalibrating. Investing in the roots, nurturing the core. Because a lot of times, there's a lot more activity. and just, you're, You can be out a lot. You can have so many different wires and things that what gets neglected can be the roots, your core relationship, your family, your wife, your husband. And so it's the antithesis. It's actually slowing down, coming back home and sitting still, recalibrating, um, spending that quality downtime. So it's literally the opposite of monogamy. Monogamy is like, help, spruce it up, spice it up. And this is like, tone that shit down so you don't get so dizzy that you forget what's important to you because you're... Because the energy is going all over the damn place. Um, but the moral of all that is special is different for different people. You know, like, and it changes for even two people. Like, I don't know, you know how different it is. Look at our survey. It's the same for everybody. <laughs> I, I'm serious. She's, she's being sarcastic. I am not. <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. This stuff is the same for everybody. Look at it. I know. I, I mean, know. like, I'm not, I didn't make this up. I know. I just, I'm so a- it's not different. <laughs> It, not everybody has the same yums. I'll just say that. It's pretty close. The core yums are the same. Like yeah. People want to feel good, feel like they're like, you know, top choice. Like I'm, you're the one over everybody else. You're right. superior. Right. Um, but you know, how that translates in action is very different. But the actions, I'll say the actions are different. The cores right. are the similar, right. but the actions are different. Right. Um, and the, the you got the, me. Yeah, I, I know. You, I can see you talking louder. <laughs> um, but the actions, and it goes back to what we're talking about. You can't just assume what makes someone special now is the same thing that's going to make them special five years from now. They could be very different people. Like in the beginning, they may need more space to feel special. Like, dude, let me, like, I need space. Five years from now, they'd be like, I just want to be with you more. So you got to be on your toes because you can't just be like, oh, they just need space. And then for the next five years, you just treat them like they need all that space in the world. Because you never know. People change and they don't always communicate that. So sometimes people, you know, want more activity together. Sometimes people just want to not have activity together. So you just never know. That's why it's the cool thing about the, the living in a state of, of creating special is, is really um, stay listening and staying engaged and not just being like, oh, yeah, I know what makes her special, you know. Flowers on our, on our anniversary. That's what makes it feel special. Luckily, we only have that and once a year. And milk chocolate. You know, and milk chocolate. So, okay. Um, All right. Can I talk about the adult special? 
No, how about There's we go never through questions and okay. then you can talk about your adult special. Okay, it's, it's funny though. Okay, guys, not on here. It's popped in my head. Okay. Uh, can you make yourself feel, feel special? So pretty much everybody said yes, of course they can make themselves feel special. I assume you can make yourself feel special. I am the sole responsible person my special. Okay. Do you want to know how? Uh, I bet it's different from those answers. Well, let me read those answers first. Okay. All right. Ooh, stomach says watermelon. So what do they do? What do we do? So we treat ourselves. Spa, hot tub, massage, yummy food, shopping, girlfriend time, outdoors time, in the woods or in the water, connecting with happy, silly people, music, dancing, spending time with my kiddos, family, friends. Uh, well... Arts, crafts, projects to do complex recipes, mechanical or construction type fixes. Someone masturbates to make themselves feel special. Hopefully I hope everybody does, <laughs> but it just didn't make it on here. Right. Making music, filming, photography, video games, comics, and trying different foods. Um, doing random acts of kindness, service unto others, and cooking. And retail therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe my art is that different, but I'll take a different right. approach. What do I do? I say that I usually feel special as is because we already agreed that <laughs> I that didn't go away. I kind of feel like I'm 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 special. You walk around with like a little pep in your step, like I always do. Special. Like have you have you not noticed? Okay. It's really hard to find me in this like. <gasps> I'm worse than most other people. Right. Um, so if I want to really treat myself to something special, I have to focus and create free time for myself. Right. Like free alone time for myself, a chunk of time, the longer the better. And then within it, I'll decide what I want to do. Some, maybe I'll just be at home and read a book right. and come in, clean the house and sit still and read and enjoy no one making a mess and me not having to go anywhere or go people watch or whatever. But usually it's not the activity, but it's the fact that I have paid attention to myself and created that time for myself. That's, that's my special to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my special to me is just understanding and truly, truly believing that how I treat myself and how I treat other people is directly related to what I get out of this world, <laughs> this life, and this universe. So I know if I'm not treating myself special, the universe is going to take that as a sign that I no longer like that type of stuff. If I'm not contributing by stoking other people out, the universe takes that as a communication like, okay, he's just not interested in getting that either. Um, so it's very important to me to um, circulate, reciprocate, invest special um, in myself and others. So, yes, through a lot of the actions that were stated, um, those are some how I translate into action. But the core thing, the core thing is that I know and believe that how I treat myself and how I treat others is the bed I lay in every day. The universe will give me 
reflect what I'm doing, what I'm putting out through my thoughts, through my actions. Mm-hmm. So it's a state of being to me. Like it's really like, like part of my life job, whether I'm paid financially or not, is to find ways to stoke people out every day. Mm-hmm. Find ways to be of service. Like all my gratefuls every day, it's to be of service more often than not. Contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I make my feel feel special. All right, so how do you make other people feel special? Stoke them out. Find ways to listen to them. Find ways to hear them. Like, literally hear them. Not just in their words, but look at how they act. Look at what they're doing. You can, you can see, if you're paying attention, what a person's missing, what they desire more of. And you can look, and a lot of times, their friends, their husbands, their wives, their families are not giving them very obvious nutrients that they desire and a lot of the nutrients are very simple things you can do mm-hmm. like sometimes just complimenting somebody is something that they don't get at all and they can have a husband that loves them a wife that loves them kids work um maybe they get complimented for being smart but not sexy maybe they get complimented all the time for being sexy but not smart when you listen you can see you can listen with your eyes and your pineal gland and shit and you can just see that. You just find ways. It's, people leave clues. We all leave clues. We're very obvious about what we like and what we don't like. So I think most people agree. Uh, so, yes, thinking uh, at random times and showing them how I appreciate them, uh, buying little gifts uh, or writing lengthy, unexpected texts, detailing their awesomeness. I try to remember to ask about what's important to them, whether it's family, work, and animals, etc. So it's attention. I pay attention to their name, likes and dislikes, and their triggers. Um, again, besides time and attention, I like to give thoughtful gifts, tokens of appreciation. It reminds you that someone is thinking about you in some manner. Uh, give gifts, give time, give attention, deeply listen give laughs and smiles and hugs, appreciate people and what they give to the world, say thank you a lot for specific reasons. Right. Um, My, uh, how do I make other people feel special? Uh, I, by letting them know that I appreciate them exactly for who they are and helping them see the cool things in themselves that they may not see. Right. Um, uh, I think that uh, with you, I make you feel special every day by completely appreciating who you are and admiring that regardless of, you know, how that makes me feel personally. Sometimes I who you are makes me feel super sensitive and scared and jealous and all that. But above all that... Just, like, I think that you know that I completely appreciate who you are. That I'm not uh, only liking one part but not the others. And I would venture to say that that is super special to you. Are you having a moment? No. I thought it was guy like, like, your voice was, like, a little tremor. No, my, you're my tearing up a little cracked. bit? <laughs> oh, okay. Just, your, your tie, was, your tie was being tight? I'm having a senior moment. My oh. knee cracked. No, I'm just being honest about it. I know. I thought I was bringing, like, a like a little t- little choke-up moment on the podcast no, for everybody. No, like, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty straight up. I 
since the day that I met you, I think I've been my number one goal has been to do whatever I could do to help you be exactly who you need to be. That's special. That's pretty special. It's been consistent for about 22 years now. Has it been that long? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So that's, you know, that's my way of making people feel special. Make them feel special. And, yeah, so in all these specials, Let's talk about like some of the things that don't that don't specifically have to be your definitions of special. So we talk on this comp, this is comp, yeah, podcast about relationship styles and moving away from possession based relationship styles. Um, someone, your partner, your husband, your wife, having conversations with other people does not make the conversations they have with you any less special. Just because they're using their mouths and words and a language does not mean they're talking about the same shit the same way with the same intentions that you and your partner do. They go out to the movies or go do yoga or whatever. It doesn't take away the quality of the time spent with you. Because they're doing activities, it doesn't take away of what you guys do in your activities and how you guys make each other feel through these activities. So all of these things lead to just because your partner is attracted to someone else does not take away from the attraction they are to you. Just because someone has sex with another person does not take away the special from how you guys communicate through sex. Sex Unless alone, you want to make it that way. It's a choice. Right. It's, it's a, a choice. Total choice. But, it's, but like we talk about, it's... The investment of what makes it special is the intentions that are shared. Conversations between me and you, although we're speaking English and the same words, are very different than a conversation I have with somebody else and you have Mm -hmm. with someone else. It never I never feel like it's taking away from that. So whatever your decision choice you make, it's totally fine. But I always expire. Just make whatever decision you're making out of love and not fear based. Because the assumption that this will take away from. And it's like, this is a tool. This is a pathway. The intentions is what makes it special. We've already determined, like, speaking in English with my lips does not make what I'm saying special. It's the intentions between me and the person we're interacting with. So, you know, let's elevate our special to where we may use these tools to be symbols because we like them. We have preferences. We all do. Mm-hmm. But let's try to make let's try to minimize the amount of preferences we have and symbols we keep based upon insecurity and fear. Yeah, I think that um, you know, like all only answers like this was a great exercise because I think what that highlights is that everybody wants to feel special by being placed above others. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to use sex as a that one distinction. Mm-hmm. You will only have sex with me. You're not allowed to have sex with anybody else. Therefore, by default, I'm more special. Right. And when you take that away, when all of a sudden you're allowed to have sex with other people, well, what's going to make me special? Well, hopefully, the depth of your relationship Like, when I thought about this and I thought, okay, well, clearly I'm not relying on uh, us 
like exclusive sex right as a tool to make me feel special because that would be foolish so what am i why do i feel special in this relationship right. what makes what, what does make me feel special well i it's the amount of commitment that i have given to this right and the amount of uh, trust that we have invested into this, into each other, and the place that we have created through the commitment and the trust that we both regularly come back to and reset. Right. Whether you're upset at me or you're going through something difficult outside, I'm going through something difficult with work, I am processing my own bullshit, like we have our commitment and trust, time and desire to help each other have created the space. And there is no way you can create it with anybody else right. unless we break down ours and we each go our right. separate ways and we rebuild it. Right. And you can't create it with a penis. No, you can't it create it with nothing. a vagina. You no. can't create it through doggy style. You can't create it through oral sex. Um, you can't create it through any of these things without the love, the intention, the chemistry, the time, the space, the energy well, I, invested. Yeah, and it's, it's a commitment. Yeah. It's, you know, I think that, uh, you know, when in my first marriage, I was married because he was a super cool person and I felt like it was the time and I wanted to have kids and that's what you do. Right. In this situation, it's a commitment to being with you when I know it's not easy. Right. And it's a commitment to trusting my instinct, telling me that this is what you should do. Right. And that's super special. Like, that's not, I, you know, I needed to be married or I needed to have a brown man next to me to have sex with or, you know, none of that. It's it's the commitment to creating something. Right. And that's the amazement of it. So, we're, like I said, we'll say that as we said this, we're not saying that if you're not in an open relationship, you're not doing something right. We're not advocating that. We're advocating whatever style works for you, but make sure the motives on why you choose to be in these spaces and these relationships and how you choose to treat each other is based upon love-based motives and not fear or insecurity-based motives being justified by it's just how I like it. Yeah, I like I would really love to have to hear another round of answers. Right. And and really hear here's what I feel would make me feel special right. or does make me feel special. Right. It's that feeling of commitment on my partner's behalf to right. me, right. to myself, right. to me being me, to me, to, to, to helping me grow. And I know that some of them, you know, one of the answers, set of answers came from a couple. Like they're totally committed to helping each other be the best that right. they can be, but that didn't come through here at all. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's why I'm not knocking the answers. I'm just saying that the answers right. that were that's given like, that's like because the first it was homework. Ago, right. It was just right. homework. You do it, you, you, you get done, and you move on. Right. And I wonder, I mean, I know these people do, but, um, you know, how many relationships is there commitment 
to yeah. help each other become the best the best person they can be. Because yeah. it's usually like I, I help them into the best they can be until it makes me really uncomfortable. Well, and I would kind of hope I, they just well, kinda, it's either you know. it makes me really uncomfortable or it becomes really difficult. Right. Uh, well, uncomfort usually is due to difficulty. Right. So then I just choose to not. Because it's too much time, too too much effort, right? Uh, and there is no like fight on on both sides right. to continue, like to continue to get better. Right. But wouldn't that be? Wouldn't choosing to not be supportive of someone's growth be, in essence, stifling yeah, or saying, "I don't, sure. I'm not interested in your growth. This is my pain yeah. is worse than you being stifled." So, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, and that's... That's not that's special. That's not special at all. That's thankful and, special. And, and that's, you know, whoever is in uh, in that situation, I would sit and be like, oh, my relationship is not making me feel special. Right. It's not designed for my growth. It doesn't have room for me to grow past who I am or who I was when I got in this relationship. And if you can't talk to your partner or your partner, you can't share things that are truly true to you and your growth, maybe where you want to become or how you want to grow into, um, if you can't even have those conversations, then it's definitely tough. And it's definitely, you don't feel special because you feel like you're, there's a part of you that's not welcome here. That's not, doesn't feel special. So, you know, and it's, it's interesting if you could have couples actually ask themselves, are they committed to each other's growth? Like what's more important? Relationship, family, right, so, or growth, or what are those things? So, you know, like if, if we, if I think back to why did I commit to being with you and helping you be the best you can is because I was completely fascinated by who you were, you know, from right. when I met you at 18 to when I, you know, when we became close when you were 25 or whatever you were. It was the complete fascination of this person is freaking unique and I have ability to help him. Like I can clearly see I have what right. he needs to be better and to come into his full force. So, but I don't think, based on my own prior experience, I don't think that that is the motivation of most people getting together. Right. No, no, and it's, you know, it's just curious to have that conversation because that's what we're here to do is we're here to just have these conversations and let's be honest about the conversations. Um, what usually is our core reason to be with somebody to help each other grow and, and just enjoy this ride of life? Um, oh. I don't think the conscious decision is like to keep them how they are that makes me feel comfortable and stifle their ability to grow beyond that. That makes it too difficult for me to... Cause, you know, like, I don't think we consciously do that, think about that, but we do that. Like, if you want to go and become this other person or this next level of you... I don't think there is a thought process, I think. No. I think that there is no real thought process as to what the purpose is beyond I like you, you like me, I feel uh, secure, and therefore we're just going to cocoon, and, right. and, and that's it. Right. And that's, you know... So we can go in circles about talking about the same thing, but that's give you the short list of what's not special, what kills special, routine, uh, 
monotony. Taking each other for granted. Taking each other for granted. That one is just, I mean, I think everything else rotates around that. Yeah, neglect, apathy. It's taking each other for granted. It's meaning that you can ignore me, you you cannot pay attention to me, and assume that I'll be there. Right. I'm like, fuck you. No, I won't be there. (laughs) Right. So patriarchy. Yeah, same thing. Right. Condescending. Yeah. Oh, you know, your place is in the kitchen. Right. Guilt. Like, I'll be in the kitchen, but you will not assume well, that I'm right. there. <laughs> Guilt, jealousy, being restricted, yep. being, not being trusted. Um, Some this, people like this being empowerment. restricted. Well, yeah, that's the... Meaning, you know, they care. Like, it's, oh, he doesn't allow me to wear a short skirt because he cares. Until they really want to wear the short skirts and the role-playing stops. But the guy's like, nah. You know, that's why I have, you know, met girls who are like, no, I like it when, you know, he tells me I can't go out. It's it's cute. It's it's cute. I'm like, yeah, that's cute until you really want to go out. And he's like, nope. And you're like, nah, nah, for real, though. I really want to go out. He's like, nope. Yeah. You know, so you got to be real careful about those like role playing in real life. Like, keep save those for bedtimeys or have a safe word when you can when you know you're serious. Because yeah. you know when it starts bleeding into real life, and you know it's gonna be slippery slope. So, okay, can I can I now? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'll cut the mic if you get too deep. Oh, it's a podcast. No, I mean, okay. So, as an adult in a sexual way, one of the things that made me feel special is. Getting my salad tossed. It still makes you feel special. I know. When I, you... It, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't steal the, Sorry, the concept of... So, like, the first time someone did that, I was like, whoa! Like, I must be special. I didn't even think of, like, damn, how many assholes? Because <laughs> that's a different perspective, you know? Different perspective. But I really felt special. Like, I was like... I felt like royalty. I could barely stand up. I was, I was standing up. But that, that was my thing. That was like, wow. wow I that don't was... know that I have a thing like that. Yeah. That, was, really like, that was a sexual thing. I, was like, I felt special. Like, whoa. Yeah, well, something that you thought was taboo that someone Dude, did. I and... didn't even think about that. Like, I think my uncle or someone might have said something about that when I was younger. Like, yo, you think you may not like it, but (laughs) trust me. And I was like, ew, no. And then years later, I was like, whoa, whoa. Like, you know. um, Uh, Threesome with two girls. That made me feel very special. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of specials. Right. But my hamster in my head at the committee was like, that one, flash it. I can't even think of of like yeah, getting your salad tossed of the same ring. No, <laughs> I think you, you know. Just look back I think like, maybe. What are you guys doing back there? I think maybe. <laughs> Why are you doing that? No, I think maybe someone spending time to make me come more than once in a row. Right. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that feels that's, that's special. Yep. Those are sexual special things. You know, um, loving the soft on. That's a special. 
Very special. That's special on both sides. I. You're I, soft on too. Oh my god! <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I can't tell if you're soft. No. <laughs> no, I meant like me going down while you're soft is special to me. That means like that it wasn't just you know like a tool, pool, like like a tool, like you know. I'm done as soon as he stops being hard. Yeah. Ladies, I say this all the time. It's been a minute. Appreciate the soft on. Just a little bit. Give Lil Cock affection. You ain't got to jerk it like you're trying to get it to come back yeah. alive. Know that it's still alive. It's just mellow. It's not hyphy time. So that's very that's special. Love. That is very special. Yeah. All right, we won't keep you guys any longer. On that note. But yeah, we're grateful for you guys. We're grateful for life. <laughs> we're grateful yeah. for for special and desire to make special. Well, I'm I'm grateful for being able to share what I have learned, and share it in different situations, not just through the podcast or relationships, but uh, one of my really super close friends uh, was just diagnosed with pretty serious cancer and he's my age and I grew up with him and just I'm having conversations where I can use my experiences of uh, facing fears and overcoming them and understanding what's real and what's not uh, that is super special and I'm super grateful for being able to do that yes um yeah I'm just grateful for the internal something that makes me realize this shit is not a given no clearly my, I just said that yeah. my same I mean same age my age yeah. it's reality hey, like yo we're not we're not guaranteed tomorrow so the time and space and energy that we spend in states of mind or states of being that are not of gratitude that are not of appreciating that are not of I can at least work towards a better something is wow I if I had a rant today it would have been about people that have a lot more than what they realize they have right. and wasting it on what I'd consider bullshit. Right. Not, you know, I mean, I'm sure they don't consider it bullshit. I'm sure it's difficult and I'm sure it's whatever, but like, come on, just like, let's be real about, you know, what matters to us in life versus just going over the same thing over and over and over and over and over again to where it's like it becomes uh, just, you know, wasting time for the sake of wasting time. Right. There is... Uh, keep going, because there's, there's one quote no, I'll end it with. You know, that's mine, but that's been my rant for many, many years. Like, I'm sure, like, there have been friends that... I'm like, guys, like, you have time, you have means... Uh, you don't know what to do with yourselves. You know, you're see, looking for meaning. Go help someone. Go spend your time and your money and your energy and just help other people that don't have it. Right. 
Just literally contribute and you'll see how much better your life will be. And that's not just, it's so easy even when you and I are going through stuff. I'm like, that's just so, like, it's a luxury for us to have that ability to do it. Right. And And to have to take the time out of the week or out of, you know, out of whatever, like our precious time and devoted to feeling bad. I think the last two times that you and I went through serious shit, I, like it kicks in pretty fast now to where I'm like, you know what? Like I can be feeling this way or I can realize that what this, how I feel and what you and I are going through, that's a total privilege. Yeah. No. And even when we go through it, like there's a, there's a part of me that has a timer that's like, yo, don't right. take this so serious that you forget that it's still okay. very precious because... And this ties into the last quote I'll end it on. Um, the things that we take for granted, someone else is praying for. Yeah, totally. And like so we, that really hits home with all the shit we're talking about. Like, yo, be mindful of the problems that you have and be grateful for them that you just have those problems. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, reality hits and it hits really fast. And then if you have a diagnosis that gives you five to ten years, you're like, holy shit, you know? But then at the same time, you have a diagnosis that gives you five to ten years versus one year. Right. You're grateful. Right. It's, it's all it's relative. It's all relative. So that's where we at. We had good times. Thanks for letting me share about my tossing salad feeling special. Mm-hmm. Soft on amongst other things. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 14, the Black Russian Podcast. Tell a friend. Tell another friend. Listen, engage, enjoy. Talk about it. Give thanks. Write your own script. Write your own vows. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Boop.
on a one night stand Girl, I wanna be more than a friend To ya She looking pretty real nice Lightly room up, she have the perfect body type Being with you is like being in paradise Never seen a girl that can live up to the hype Ay, ay, ay She is a wise, I'm a BG money, the EG Big up to the Caribbean girl, I keep it proper All of me Latinos and all of me sexy mamas Broken Corleone, giving you a holler Nice to, nice to know ya, let's do it again How we did it on a one night stand Girl, I wanna be more than a friend to ya Nice to, nice to know ya, let's do it again How we did it on a one night stand Girl, I wanna be more than a friend to ya Nice to know 